You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 379, Kingdom Leadership. Now, if you were to go to your favorite bookstore, now that I say that, I think there really aren't that many bookstores anymore, but if you were to go to Amazon and type in leadership, there are going to be pages and pages and pages of leadership books. But the number of leadership books that actually use the principles that we find in the Bible are actually pretty limited. And when we talk about leadership in the context of uh, our faith, we talk about kingdom leadership. Now, these principles aren't just for the church. They're not just for um, you to use on Sundays. They are to be used wherever you lead, but they are different. Um, and and I've, I've worked for some good leaders. I've worked for some bad leaders. You have too. But I want to just bring out some some thoughts. We're going to look at several different thoughts on what kingdom leadership is. And you're going to immediately see the contrast uh, between kingdom leadership and worldly leadership. Now, before we jump into those, I want to talk about really two requirements for every kingdom leader. Every kingdom leader must start off by having a relationship with the king. Uh, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength is how Jesus put it. So you've got a, a relationship with God. You're, you're pursuing him first. But then the second thing is that you love other people as you love yourselves. And it's not just love other people, but you love them as you love yourselves. Now, this includes the people that you're leading. And right away, you can see this is a little different idea than you might get in a worldly or a secular uh, leadership training course. They might talk about caring for your people and maybe having empathy for them, but, but actually loving them, that gets kind of weird, doesn't it? Well, I think as we go through and explore, you'll you'll pick up pretty quick what we're talking about. But when we look at the greatest leader who ever walked the planet, the Lord Jesus, you see that he loved those that he led. Um, really, and you can go through and look at each and every leader, uh, Moses, David, you know, some of the other great kings in Israel history, um, Peter, uh, Paul. Phenomenal leaders, but what you see is they really did love those that they were leading. So, so this isn't as odd a concept as we might think it is, even though this is not language that we normally use. So, so the two requirements for every kingdom leader, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and then love other people as you love themselves, as you love yourself. 
And when we talk about kingdom leadership, we're never talking about titles. Um, titles really don't mean a whole lot. They, they might sound good. Um, a lot of people call me Dr. Dave because that, that is a title. And it's nice, but really titles don't mean anything. Reverend, doctor, professor, president, CEO, whatever. Um, you know, the titles that should mean the most to you are um, dad, mom, uh, you know, husband, wife, brother, sister, friend. These are the titles that really should mean the most to us. All right, so let's jump in and talk about kingdom leadership. Kingdom leadership equals serving. Number one, kingdom leadership equals serving. Every new level of leadership increases our level of serving. Years ago, when I worked for the police department, I had a friend and he, he, he wanted to make sergeant. That was his, his goal. And he did. He eventually made sergeant, retired as a sergeant, had a great career. But I remember his, his mindset was, I want to make sergeant so I don't have to work as hard. Well, really, as a leader, as a servant leader, you should work twice as hard. You might be working differently. You might be doing different things. But to just sit back and put your feet up on the desk... That's not what leadership is about. And, 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 and it was quite humorous because when I made sergeant, my whole mentality was, I want to go lead by example. And, 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 and other people's was, man, I, I don't have to do that anymore. So, so it's quite interesting what people think about leadership. But the reality is every new level of leadership increases your level of ser serving if you're going to be a kingdom leader. Now, you can be like my friend, and there's plenty of others who, who want to attain a certain level so that they can, you know, do the cool stuff or do less or, you know, relax and just uh, delegate everything. Um, I'm not sure that's great leadership, but there, that, that is a, a, a way to lead. Um, so so there's a, a, a an understanding in the kingdom, though, that as Jesus said... I don't know if you remember what he said. He said, Mark 10, 45, he said, The Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Well, that's that's Jesus talking. He said he didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So as leaders, that really uh, should motivate us. It should push us, and that should be something that we each are aspiring to, is to learn to lead more. Um, we are spiritual contributors. We're not spiritual consumers. And sometimes as leaders, we forget that. We think that, uh, you know, we can just consume, consume, consume. Uh, but really, sh we should be looking to give back. That's That should be our goal as leaders. Another example that we see from the life of Jesus is where he washed his disciples' feet. Now, I'm not telling you to do this at work. I'm not telling you you've got to do this. But there is a a an element in which as a leader... Um, serving those around us is very, very important. And, and so we're always looking for, for ways that we can serve those around us. Years ago, I was at a, at a conference. I had, uh, was a part of a, a conference, and, and a fairly high-level leader was there. And he was going to be speaking and leading in this conference, and so I was kind of escorting him around. And, um, you know, a well-known guy, well-known leader, and as, as, as we sat down in the room where he was going to be 
speaking and doing some leadership training, he inadvertently knocked over a glass of water. And immediately, it was on the floor, he immediately dropped to his knees, grabbed some napkins and started cleaning it up. I said, no, 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 I'll get it. He said, no, it's my mess. I'll clean it up. And I thought, what a beautiful window into this leader's soul as I was down there on, the, on my knees with him, helping him clean up. But instead of saying, oh, I, you know, I, I, I did this, you know, get somebody to take care of it, he immediately dropped to his knees and started dealing with it, right before he was supposed to get up and speak. And so it impressed me immensely to see that attitude of service um, in this, this high-level leader. And so that should be something that we're all looking to do, something that we're all aspiring for is to look for ways to serve. Um, our authority really comes out of serving. If I can't serve well, I'm going to have trouble leading others. And what I've found about serving, and this will lead right into the next one here in a couple of minutes, serving always leads to influence. Because when our people sense that we want to help them, that we want to serve um, the company, we want to serve our church, we want to serve them, then there's a, a much greater buy-in and our influence goes through the roof. So, leadership equals serving. Always look for how you can serve. And you know, this was a, a fairly uh, big concept a few years ago, this whole idea of servant leadership, like it was something new. But reality is this is what the church should have been doing, although we ha haven't done very well, but this is what we should be doing all the time. Um, it should just be who we are. It should flow out of who we are as leaders, as Christians. We should be looking for opportunities to serve those around us. All right, don't go away. We will be right back. I wanted to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my book, New Testament Snapshots. New Testament Snapshots is about 12 of the lesser-known characters in the New Testament. And these are leaders. Um, this is some, There's some great leadership material in this book that I think you will really enjoy. But these are people that you might not have heard as much about. But there's enough material in the New Testament to give us a good snapshot of who they were and what they did. And, and, and really, in many cases, provide a great, great example for us to follow. So check out New Testament Snapshots. I think you'll really enjoy it. The, the title you know, came from this, this idea of whenever you look at a picture, a photograph, there's always a story there. And so um, you know, there's always a memory when you look at a snapshot. And so as we look at these New Testament Snapshots, these, these, these little snippets that we have of these people, there's a story there if we're willing to look for. So check out New Testament, New Testament Snapshots. I know you will love it. Well, all right, we are back. So we've just talked about how leadership equals serving. Now, as we just said, we're going to jump into leadership equals influence because serving always leads to influence. If you serve well, you're going to gain influence and you're probably going to lead well. Serving always leads to influence. Our goal as leaders... Our goal as leaders is to guide people, not drive them, not order them. Our goal is to guide people, a group or an organization, or, or, or an organization towards a goal. That's our, 
our, our goal as leaders. That's what we should be striving for. But we can only do this if we have influence. Influence is much more important than a title or positional authority. See, here's the thing. Authority, if I've got a title, um, if I'm the boss, if I'm the supervisor, if I'm the manager, people are going to follow or do what I say because they have to. They don't have any choice. But influence, people are going to follow and do what I say because they want to. Now, how good is it when you have both? When you have positional authority and you have influence. That's the best of both worlds. But if you can only have one, make sure it's influence. If you can only have one, make sure it's influence. That's going to be the thing that helps you succeed as a leader. Because people are going to follow you and do what you say because they want to do it. So is the leader, is this person that we're talking about, are they able to have a positive influence on others? Now listen, I've seen and you've seen plenty of leaders with a negative influence. These are the kind of people you don't want to be around, you don't like, they're terrible leaders. Um, the influence they have is all negative. But what we want to create and what we want to be are those positive leaders that have a positive influence on those around us. Um, Rick Warren, a pastor, a phenomenal pastor, a mega church pastor, very, very influential pastor, says this, you can impress people from a distance but you can only influence them up close. And what he was talking about was the need for leaders, for us, to be uh, transparent, to have some level of vulnerability, to, to let people see us as we really are. Uh, too often as leaders, we want to put on uh, a false mask. We want to act like we've got it all together. We want to act like we know everything, when in reality we don't. And so Rick Warren says that you can impress people from a distance. When they see you from a distance, they go, ooh, man, they're sharp. They got it all together. But when we get close, when they get up close to us and they realize we don't have it all together, we're not sure about this decision we're making, but we're, we're, we're giving it our best shot. Um, we're not afraid to say, you know what, I don't know. Uh, we're willing to say, hey, listen, I screwed this one up. This was my fault. I'll take responsibility for it. When we do that, when we do that, now we're getting close to people. Now we've got influence. Because instead of being put off by finding out that we're imperfect, people actually are drawn to that. Um, I'm always amazed at the leaders that feel like they have to be, um, they're so insecure that they have to always act like they've got it all together. That doesn't help you. People are much more impressed when you say, I don't know. Craig Rochelle, pastor of the largest church in America, says, listen, it's much more it's much more important to be to be real than to be right, and he's so right. Um, you, you know, when when you're real, when you're honest, when you when you're who you really are, you don't have to try and pretend to be somebody else. People are going to be drawn to you. They're going to appreciate you so very much. So, um, leadership equals influence. We want to guide people in a positive way. We want to help them. And we do this as we um, are vulnerable, as we're trans. And listen, I'm not telling you to go to work and share all your, your 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 issues, all your problems. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is, it's vitally important that we not try and 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 act like we know something when we don't. If there's a question an employee or a subordinate asks you, 
somebody that you're leading ask you, don't be afraid to say, I don't know. Let's find out together. I don't know. Let me get back to you on that. There's a power in saying, I don't know. If you make a wrong decision, own it. You made a wrong decision. And then when one of your people makes a wrong decision, you know, work with them. Help them to own it as well. Um, There's a real power in not having it all together. You do the best you can. You make the best decision you can. But at the end of the day, none of us are perfect. And so lean in. Embrace it. Um, If you're so insecure that you can't do that, you probably don't have any business leading other people. And we've all been there. We all go through these periods of of insecurity. but But I know that you can do better. I know that I can do better. And just learning how to influence people. So a quick recap on what we talked about today. We're going to come back and do this second part. Um, But we talked about the two requirements for kingdom leadership, loving God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving other people as you love yourself. And then uh, one of the first characteristics of a kingdom leader is learning how to serve. Learning how to serve. If you want to lead well, you've got to learn to serve well. And it's got to come from the heart. And then number two, leadership equals influence. Are you influencing others in a positive way? This should be something we should be trying to do every single day is having a positive influence on those around us. All right, we're going to stop there. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave a question or comment in the comment section for today's post so that we can stay in touch. Um, While you're there, make sure you leave your uh, email address so that you can get my free newsletter. Um, I won't ever give your email address out, but leave it with me and I'll send you a free newsletter occasionally. You'll also get all my content right into your inbox. It's a great way to stay in touch. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. We will see you next time on Leading and Learning.